Damn, Mo's hitting it hard. Are you okay, man? You need to have a talk? Let's get lit. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast. We're taking Beyond the Barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me is Captain Jack Sparebro. What's up? <laughs> you know, I never watched those movies for a long time, but once I started, you kind of binge watch them. It's kind of like those uh, martial arts movies at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like if one of these Pirates of the Caribbean joints comes on, I, right. just, I just start watching it. It's basically like the opposite of what would happen if Jenna was ever to start a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Hi, Jenna. How you oh, hey. I wish you guys could see her face right now. Yeah, it's been looking it like that all day. Fair. She's at RBF all day. <laughs> well, she's not feeling well, so. Nah, neither uh, am I, but I'm here. But yeah, they're, they're both trucking through, uh, uh, fighting through it. There's a little bit of a funk going around. <laughs> oh my gosh. As Brody beats her with the microphone. There's a little bit of a funk going around. Uh, lovely date in Ohio. But Jenna, how are you? I'm Other good. than being sick. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am well. Oh, I'm fine, Jenna. Thanks for asking, <laughs> asshole. We didn't ask you because we don't care. Yeah, I am trying to beat off some of this sickness by having a nice glass of this Macarique's uh, bourbon. Damn, what's that <laughs> that, that, I, that I picked up uh, while on taking my death vacation. In uh... <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm sick. It's finally hitting me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you did drink some too. Uh, after Jenna yeah, tried it first. When I was in the uh, Dominican, so hopefully I'll, I'll stay alive. Um, going back to that Captain Jack Sparrow, one of the... There was a saying he said, uh, which I kind of, I actually took a picture of it because it's pretty cool. It's like, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude about the problem. Yep. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. It's, although he's a drunken pirate who. I'm going to get someone to attach that to him. <laughs> I don't think he ever said that <laughs> in movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've always liked that saying. It's pretty interesting. That's it's a, just that's a lot good. about your attitude, you know, which we talk about a lot on this show. I mean, yeah, you look at people who have terminal illnesses and how much you can learn from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, like, you, you have two ways. You can either accept it and try to make the best of it or just let it beat you down. You know, I, And let it define you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty in, in, <laughs> inspirational to me. Yeah, you ever want to um, have a reality check in terms of uh, being positive in the face of adversity? check out Team Sum Assembly Required mm-hmm. whenever they're near you guys. Um, Dale King, he's the founder and CEO of Doc Spartan, and he sponsors a team of adaptive athletes, and he travels them well, literally all around the world mm-hmm. to compete. And uh, yeah, talk about uh, ZFG, <laughs> zero Fs given. Oh. <laughs> yeah, those guys absolutely do not, and uh, pretty uh, solid uh, group of human beings. They are super awesome to yeah. watch. Yeah, and we get to see him at the Arnold every year, and that's mm-hmm. like a... It's like a real treat. It makes me realize like... Uh, they have better standards than half the other athletes. <laughs> than half the athletes that, they really that, that, aren't, they, they that aren't challenged. Yeah, yeah. you have these dumbass people. We had one person beside our, uh, our lane this last year just cheating her damn ass off, trying to freaking win. And it's just, it drives you nuts. Like this person... Because their name rhyme with Brooke Wells? <laughs> no, they're, they're probably fucking sisters though. And, uh, but uh, it's just so annoying. And you see stuff like that. And especially when... It's an athlete that I believe has some sort of respect in, in the community. It's just a joke when they're sitting here cheating to try, try to win. You got 
one dude with one fucking arm doing the same. Doing double unders. Doing the same damn yeah. workout, the same freaking weight, snatching more than some of the guys. Yeah. Um, it's amazing to see and for he, sure. Crushing it. And this person over here's got every damn body part and still trying to cheat the win. Uh, what I ran over. Jenna's about to, her phone's about to die. She's been it trying, is? Yeah. Yeah. She's been having it on. Oh. She's been waiting for you to oh, I'm sorry. segue but, to her. But, oh, you're good. But, but speaking of positivity, we have some positive people that, that help support the show, and they are. Well, we actually got a new one. Yes, yeah, we, we did. did get a new one. Um, Jerry Ricardi. He's our newest one. Are you or sure? Rick, Ricky Ricciardi, maybe. I'm not yeah. sure how to. Oh, my gosh, dude. Well, one you know job. What? You can let me know. Jerry, let me know. And then Jamie Metcalf. Woo! Tim Carlton. <laughs> <What the? laughs> oh my God. Gareth Crowther. See, and I was about to buy an effects board. I don't need one now. Oh, see. Bert <laughs> Mays. <laughs> Michelle Rowell. From Rick the, Terry. From the yeah, yeah. And that's it. But thank you guys so it's much. It's like an old school Bulls uh, basketball game with the announcers. <laughs> Except really dumb. <laughs> mm, they're rude. But, Sorry. Yeah, so I have cool special effects. You guys will have your swag box by it now. Um, For sure by the time you... <laughs> well, we said that the last episode, but, you know, first time we had to wait on one more item. There was kind of some confusion, but you got it. It's pretty sweet. Jenna did an average job on this. <laughs> But, yeah, um, right. They're balling. They are balling. I mean, she liked it so much, she built herself one. I did not. I'm <laughs> just kidding. No, she did a great job on this, and um, she's going to have some pretty big <laughs> shoes to fill this next swag box, and because uh, it's, it's pretty sick, man. I'm excited to see what people think. Yeah, I kind of want one myself, though, for real. Yeah, no, it's legit. And you could get one of these boxes if you sign up for the baller level. Of our Patreon. <laughs> yeah, and I created, I did create a website since they haven't mentioned it yet. Even though It's on the fucking notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Well, anyways. But since you're there, go ahead, Jenna. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I did create it. It's not totally done. I'm still working on it because it takes time. But um, there's yeah, a like spot on there months. where you can hit um, on the Patreon and it'll show you the different <sighs> tiers. That's that what I meant get. to bring up. You notice on, you've seen the picture on the Patreon page? Which one? The... The wallpaper, the oh. banner on the back. Of uh, the three of us. Th the three of us. What's going on, though? So, if you look at it, mm -hmm. you see this much of my face. Because mm -hmm. that's how you took the photo. And this much of your face. <laughs> and guess who's in dead center? <laughs> Wait, are you looking at it on your phone? <laughs> What's the matter? Most I looked people... at it on my phone. I looked at it on my computer. Is it like I looked at it on, on my computer? laptop. Maybe yeah. that's how you took it. <laughs> I didn't take it. Yeah, you did. Did I take it? Yes, you did. That is how you because, took it. Because there's not a... see it. Because you guys there's not took a, a selfie. But because there's not a better picture. But look on there. Oh, more. no, that's wrong. Because I've seen... The no, no. covering my face. No, dude. First off, I've seen the actual picture of that. That is bullshit. <laughs> guys, I'm going to find it anyway. That's such bullshit, man. They're a bunch of babies. I tell you what, Mo. I mean... I, you know what? My face sells. <sighs> yeah, that's why your logo's over it, dumbass. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I can't believe it. I can believe it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, Mo. It's like, yeah, I was, this is the photo. I was, I was checking it out and yeah. I was like, look, your faces are cut off. Cause, cause no, there's, I, because there's no other photos that we have of the three of us that could have been utilized. Yep. <laughs> for the Patreon page. And that's why I used I it. Right in the center. <laughs> Guys, we warned you that, you know. Man. Hey, my face isn't on that website at all. What website? The one that's not finished yet. Oh my! 
You know what? But, but speaking of threatening, uh, seems like some of our threats worked. Your threats? It, were they just I, I my got threats? You no, I got oh, you back. back. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, so, yeah. You... so some of my threats apparently worked because we did get several more reviews over the past month. We got uh, about three, three, four? Uh, no, three, three. Three? Yeah. Three. Yep. So that's like 0.75 per episode. Which is still really bad. Which is, yeah, yeah. If if Mo has, if I have to talk to, you know, refer to myself in third person, and Mo has to start making more threats, then then Mo will do it in order to get more views. But no, seriously, we do appreciate those. <laughs> he talks shit. And he's yeah. like, "Oh, thank you." In the military, we call, we call it the shit sandwich. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we call that in the real world too, Mo. <laughs> Such as the military. Uh, no, I think the uh, as always, they're very important. You know, I, I just still, I'm still trying to do the math, and I suck at math though. But we get. 400 to 500 downloads per episode and we only have 81 reviews and and what three quarters of those are written right yeah we have about 30 well i'm just thinking you know so i'm thinking 500 minus 81 we still have a lot of you that haven't done it yet so i'm just saying and and i know because i have severe short-term memory is probably what a lot of people do is they're listening to them like while they're driving and as soon as you leave the vehicle, like you're transitioning either into work mode or home mode or, or coach mode, and you can just kind of forget about it. Mm. So, so what can we do? Well, y'all text and drive, so just put it in your notes. <laughs> or just tell Siri to put it in your notes. Siri. Who uses Siri, Jenna? Let's be honest. No one uses her. I don't use Siri, but I use the um, I once. voice to text thing feature on when I'm, if I'm driving and texting. Yeah. And my son said, my son realized what I was doing because he said sometimes he thinks I'm having a stroke while I text him. <laughs> because, uh, well, then just click on your notes and then do the voice. Can you do that in the notes too? I think so. Oh. Well, well, I, think, well I think we probably should do start blasting on social media. So <clears> our, <throat> our social media game has been weak. Either, you know, we've been stuck at about uh, 1,074 followers for on now, Instagram. Like six months. Yeah. Wow. So we finally, we hit 1,000 within like three months and then we've been 1,074 for like do you hear 10 that, months. Guys? Yeah, it's called someone's not doing their job. All right, anyways. <laughs> Speaking of being bad at math, I took Gideon home from uh, the bus stop today to like his friend's house or whatever. And so I was like, what's your favorite um, subject? And um, he was like, I like art or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I hate math. And he was like, yeah, I like art a lot. Math, you just, you got to really think. <laughs> it was so funny. A very yeah. profound statement by a young man, wise beyond his years. And I was like, yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought it was funny. So moving on to today's topic, this was inspired while bro was pushing around the bulldog scrubber, looking like a, a 14-year-old kid. His hair was all disheveled. His face was all red because it's a little hot today. And all of a sudden, the, the neurons started firing off, and he came up with this topic. And today's topic is nutritional pitfalls. Nutritional pitfalls. As I as Mo reaches for, for his alcohol, you have plenty of room. As I reach for the rub, yeah. Okay, you're going again. I, I very small uh, pores. <laughs> oh wait, okay. Oh yeah. No, go, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. If you guys follow me on social media, I was out of the country for a little bit, but when they pour a double. It's a, a regular serving is six, the three deciliters, whatever the hell that is. And a double is uh, five. I'm like, wait a minute, that doesn't add up. No. Yeah. Double of three is six. So I was like, why five? That that was bullshit. Anyway, 
That's Go bullshit. Ahead. Yeah, well, but I'm pouring small pours. Oh, okay. So yeah. my second pour is one ounce less than the first pour. So they're gradually getting smaller. He's trying to is get what lit. I'm saying. We're gonna have to call him an Uber to get home. <laughs> Turnt. That's yeah. what the kids are Too saying. Turnt. <laughs> but anyway, nutritional ba- nutritional pitfalls. You were pushing around the scrubber, and this came to mind. Uh, yeah, I was trying to think of a topic for tonight because <laughs> I knew you guys were in here not doing shit. Yep, Jen was taking pictures. Were. Mo was napping. Yeah, fucking old ass. <laughs> Working to the bones, damn <laughs> civilian world's got him on like Liddy Titty. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like they want you to show up every day, and they want you to work like eight hours plus. Well, the problem is, Mo. I, I was thinking about this just now, actually. <laughs> uh, it kind of hit me is well, you probably have to work so much because you're out of town so damn much. Well, well hey, 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 I get uh, a lot of vacation, so I take a lot of vacation. That's kind of uh, okay. I, I, I take that adage from Jim Rome. Work yeah. hard, play hard. No, I agree. Yeah, play hard, baby. No, I. uh I don't know. I got that one. I got another one. Haven't told them yet. So I thought I thought it'd be pretty cool. I think the nutrition pitfalls. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of stuff that eh, we don't have to cover all the crazy stuff or the basics, but um, things you hear. You know, growing up, uh, talk about fat's bad for you, you or um, you know, carbohydrates. How bad they they're evil. Evil carbs are evil. That was in CrossFit for a long time. Um, I just think there's a lot of misinformation out there that causes people to be confused and they really don't know the direction they go and the pitfall of, you know, going down that road without really knowing the information about it. So in the United States, most of us are introduced through nutrition through school, um, depending on, you know, what your family situation is like. Your family might put uh, a high value on nutrition and diet and stuff like that, but we're introduced to this thing called the food pyramid. It's this wide base of grains and carbs, and then slowly goes up uh, fruits, vegetables, meats, and then fats the very top, at the very top of the pyramid, basically just telling you that that's how your diet should comprise of is like heavy on this, on all the carbs and, 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 and slowly getting uh, smaller and smaller as you get towards the top. Um, where I, I feel like that's inverse in most other countries. So I think from the rip, we're kind of told that uh, we should just load up on all the carbs and, and grains and stuff like that from the beginning. And it can be, there, there's a place for it. Like you always say, you know, you have to eat carbs because carbs are fuel. Mm-hmm. And when- The right carbs. The right carbs. And when we talked about this in previous episodes, when we were talking about paleo and zone and stuff like that where basically they said don't eat carbs don't drink milk <laughs> you know fats are bad all that stuff or sorry yeah they, uh, they like their fats they, they like their fats but all those but basically and even if you look in the 90s or early 2000s with the atkins diet where basically people weren't eating carbs at all they just keep repeating those diets and calling it something else though some variation of it and i know you have a feeling about carbs because i've seen how you uh, talk to people when it comes to their uh, nutrition planning, but you kind of like to divide things into thirds, right? Uh, Give or take, uh, or pretty cl- or more closer to thirds than like right off the, the bat, other, yeah. yeah than, than, than the traditional food pyramid. I think if you look at the like, <laughs> like say you have no idea what the hell you're doing, eat eat a third, a third, a third, and right off the bat you should be okay. Why do you start with that? Uh, I just think philosophy because well, everybody's so. There's really, and I was I've told Jenna this and others that. 
So I've been doing nutrition for people now for about a year and a half or whatever straight. And I've got multiple people I've had the entire time. And through this, I've got a lot of data and I track a lot when we meet every two weeks. So imagine I, I have like five people, six people that I've had uh, for a year and a half straight. We meet every two weeks and I take notes and track data every two weeks for a year and a half. Okay. And uh, through all that, kind of the, the short thing is, it sounds pretty simple, but everybody is so different that there's really no way. That's why I hate these. I've always hated the uh, templates because they're so like, I don't. It's a stovepipe. Yeah. You try and fit everybody into one box. Right. Okay. And I just don't think that's how it works. It's a good starting point, but I think a better starting point is a third, a third, a third, but mm. you still, you got to know what to eat, right? You know, like, so yeah. that's the hard part is I can tell you, you know, 33, 33, 33%. And you're like, well, of what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think that's hard, but I like that because. Or even when you go with the what, the proper kind of what. Yeah. Because we talk about uh, our good friend, Lavana with her carbs. <laughs> oh my God. I had her get, today. I had get, her today. Getting all her carbs in one serving from uh, Starbucks. <laughs> so I, By I, eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, she's completely changed. Like yeah. it's been awesome. It's, it's been great to watch her start uh, from where we started to where we are now from the actual food side, her, um, to where her, like her body composition and her confidence, but how she. Sure. She, performance she to, has improved or, or changes. Well, well, when she shows up, but, <laughs> but the, uh, he just called you out. I called her out upstairs earlier. So she's laughing right now. I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, it, just her whole mindset on food as in, when you grow up and you're heavy, and you're heavy for a long time, and you can speak on this. Yeah, I can, because, I can certainly speak on this. Because yeah. you, you get a mindset of, uh, I don't, you have a, such an attachment to food, an emotional attachment to food that it's, it's like your go-to when, when you're having a bad day mm -hmm. or you're celebrating or mm -hmm. this or that. It's always attached to bad, these bad foods. Mm -hmm. And when you get wired that way, that's a really hard thing to sever. Yeah. And you have to sever it. And she has actually done that now still in some critical stages with her because she's still in that like in-between stage where she's not safe and then she's not not safe no, not in the green she still needs she's still blade running and needs to and and, and she'll get there but yeah but I, like i totally can empathize with that I, i've told people i told you guys before like grew up as a fat kid and i always had an emotional attachment to food because like bro just said food was always there when i was happy when i was sad when something positive or something negative you all i always turned to food because it was comforting and it you know it's kind of like a it's sort of addictive behavior. Like you hear people when they have addictions to gambling or alcohol, there's a certain chemical reactions that take place in your brain that kind of satisfy whatever emotional state you're in. And even as a 45 year old person, it's still, I'm, I'm, I'm much better at it because more to the point where I'm cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. And because I have a better understanding of what's going on in my brain when these things happen, it's easier to like put my hand out and be like, no, don't eat that gallon of Haagen-Dazs. Um, go for the, uh, go for the half gallon. Go, no, go for the, what's that stuff you hate? Halo top. Halo, <laughs> Halo shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like today, Lavana was up there and, um, I was like, let me see your, your food. And so I was going through her phone and, uh, 
I noticed like Monday was good. Tuesday was good. This is, she just did Smash Fest. So Monday was good. Tuesday was good. Wednesday was like plus 30 carb or she ate 30 carbs over. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday was like 58. And then Friday was like 26. And then Saturday was like, say, 28 again. Then Sunday was, I don't know, 18 over. And um, she just needs more carbs. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, Levana, um, <laughs> did you do a refeed? I, I'm fighting for you, Levana. <laughs> I said, uh, did you do a refeed before? I, I said, I understand uh, Thursday, Friday doing a refeed for Smash Loading Fest. Up, yeah, man. for Smash Fest. I said, what happened? What happened Wednesday? She's like, well, you know, I was thinking if I didn't eat those carbs on Wednesday, then while I was holding that deadlift bar on Saturday, I definitely wouldn't have the energy to hold this bar. And I was like, so it was a tactical move. This is what she's telling me. Yeah, she says all ta- she, she she was doing it for the, she basically she, she was doing it for the team. Yeah, what she she's saying. yeah she she was eating more food for the team though is what she was trying to justify. And then, um, I mean, I get it. What do you get? I get what she was doing. Yeah. <laughs> doing it for the team. Just doing it. Yeah. yeah. Sacrificing for the greater good. With great power comes great responsibility, bro. Dude, I know. <laughs> and then, um, then what I say on Sunday? Do you remember what I said? What? What we told you up there? I had a brain fart. I don't remember, but it was very funny because she spit her water out everywhere. <laughs> oh my God, this is driving me nuts. Well, I'll try to think of it and come back to it. So whatever. I totally ruined the story. Apologize. <laughs> it was funny as shit. And I'll remember it and I'm coming back to it. Well, I, she'll probably put it in the, in the notes yeah. uh, on Instagram. Well, she, she literally had, uh, <laughs> uh, she literally had a mouthful of water when I said this and I was eating and she spit it across the table, all in my food and uh-huh. all in my face. <laughs> Wait, like, why I? is she calling me? I feel like we're doing phone a friend. This is like the, what was that game show? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like my brain's dead. Want to be a millionaire? No. Yeah. yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a That's millionaire? That's what I just said. Oh, you said want to be a millionaire. Okay, sorry. I lost the who. <laughs> my favorite one of that was with the phone a friend where the guy called his dad at the very end. He was like, hey, dad, I just wanted to let you know I'm about to win a million dollars. Like he knew the answer. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty gangster. Yeah, that is awesome. Okay, so we will wait to get back to Lavana. So earlier, bro, you talked about information and misinformation. So sometimes some info, some a little bit of knowledge is just danger, make you dangerous. Well, if we go off of what the FDA says and they're, cause they're stupid, we always know it's, it, anything fueled by money is typically wrong. And it's funny you mentioned that cause me and Mel were talking earlier today that, um, we were talking about the economy in the United States in general, where, um, healthy people are a good source of revenue or sorry, unhealthy people are a good source of revenue Absolutely. for corporations. God. Yeah. So I think this is kind of leading into what you're about to spew. So, you know, if you think we're told that fat leads to cholesterol, cholesterol causes, um, can cause your arteries to cl- uh, clog, mm-hmm. arteries clog cause heart attack or heart disease and all this shit. But that's not, that's not the truth. Anything in excess will cause issues with you, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can eat too much fruit, right? Or mm-hmm. you can eat too drink much, too much water. You can drink, yeah, you yeah. can drink too much water. 
So, you know, I think that's the, this big thing is that fat's so bad for you. No, too much fat is bad for you or too much fat with too many. The wrong kind of fat. Well, just too many carbs as well. Because remember, our bodies are going to use carbohydrates first before our fat, right? So, I mean, it's pretty basic stuff, but uh, our fat will soar if we ingest too many carbs and we ingest too much fat. And throughout our day, we do not expend enough energy to burn those carbohydrates. Our fat that we've eaten will store. So we do this every single day, seven days a week, you know, for, for X period of time, five years. And this is where you gain your 35 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. So I think that's the biggest thing is like, well, I, I, like I was just talking to my dad. He doesn't understand that we need to eat fat. Fat is a great energy source mm-hmm. um, that females require more fat because of low hormone levels to helps regulate those. Cause we know that shit's out of whack, like basically 24 seven. And as, I mean, and as you get, and yeah. as you get older, it becomes even more challenging. For females. For, yeah, because yeah. you go through menopause and things like that. Or let's say you get, so you have to have uh, hormone therapy or some stuff like that to help regulate that. Well, then that's going to- But then cre- creates, uh, you predispose to other things after that. Because this is like what I did for a profession in the military was, you know, dealing with reproductive situations. I know I'm probably like the, the guy you don't think of when you think about- really? uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, ultrasound. But you just said that. That was my, no, that was my specialty. Like uh, at, at the end, I was the most experienced person old in the entire Air Force. And that's why I was at the schoolhouse for so long. But yeah, as uh, women start to get to that premenopausal stage, um, like hormones start to go into whack and then the doc will put them on estrogen or progesterone depending on what issues they have going. And then certain, certain types of those hormones will put you at predisposure positions for like certain types of cancers, liver issues. So it's like this- Yeah. This delicate ballet. Well, I was supposed to know. be on a hormone pill and I didn't take it because I was going to have to get my blood taken like once a month to make sure my potassium levels were right. Mm-hmm. And then I had to like, I, there was like so many side effects from that. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I would rather just have my hormones messed up. But not only that, if your doctors aren't communicating with each other and one doc prescribes you medication X while you're on this hormone too, mm-hmm. you know, and they don't take the time to look at your records because... I mean, doctors, they're basically being treated like uh, factory workers now where they only get X number of minutes to see a patient. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're not doing their due diligence, they could create a situation where it's putting that patient at adverse risk for additional issues. So, and that's an, that's an unfortunate factor of, you know, big pharma, like we talk about well, all the time. Yeah, and because if you look at people like, oh, butter's so bad for you. Well, why is it? It's, it's a great fat if you get good butter that's that has have all this yeah, added margarine is not good for yes margarine is fake yeah. shit it's like eating american cheese all like you have to do is golf with the paula dean recipe book <laughs> butter <laughs> butter 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 equals better <laughs> uh, but yeah so that's the thing we can eat we can eat butter and i use butter as a fat sometimes when i'm i'm kind of behind and mm-hmm. um so the right should, butter. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're told that it causes this. Well, yeah, no shit, it causes that. If I eat, if you eat it every day in excess, if yeah. I'm eating half a stick of butter per day on top of the Everything fried else. the fried food yep. and the like, you eat a spoonful of butter. No, like um, like a good go to for me is, or I'll plan for it. I love popcorn, so oh, uh, popcorn. Okay. I weigh out my butter. I'll do. You put uh, in your oatmeal too sometimes. No, butter? I just yeah, yeah I'll Butter's do that. Great in I'll do that yeah. if I'm. Like if Cream it's a late, yeah. if it's late and I'm, when I'm behind, mm-hmm. I'll just get a scoop. Cause I, I get that whipped butter from the Amish joint. I'm never yeah. low on fat. Well, and then. I learned that trick from my wife actually. Oh. So 
yeah, and or you can put them in your Kodiak cakes. I love if I the I Kodiak like, cakes, son. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> we, we, they need to sponsor us. If man. you do Kodiak cakes and you take uh, two tablespoons of butter, you put that in there with it. It mm-hmm. makes them taste like the ones at Cracker Barrel. It's real crispy Ooh. on the outside. There's, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna have to try cold. that now. All they're amazing. Like the the butter sucks into the the edges. Uh-huh. It's it's all in the edges. And I, ha- I have one of those like industrial waffle makers because I got four kids. Yeah. So I'm gonna definitely I'm have a, to try I'm that a out. Waffle maker too. That's the only way I make mine. Yeah. So guys out there, if you've never tried the Kodiak cakes, uh, don't buy the ones that are pre-made. No. Just buy the box with the, the batter and make yeah, them yourself. Butter milk's the best, yeah. in my opinion. But so that's that's one of these things that are kind of misleading. Is, is that yes, we can fat can be too, it can be bad for you and it can cause cholesterol issues. But there's it's not just because of that. It's because of everything else you're eating. You know what I mean? Well, not only that, but depending on your ethnicity and your background and your family history. You could already be at predisposure Absolutely. to have uh, high, high cholesterol. cholesterol and mm-hmm. high blood pressure because you mm-hmm. know uh, I, I was blessed with my parents to give me both mm-hmm. of those things. So no matter how much I try to um, stay out of that danger zone when it comes to high cholesterol and high high blood pressure, it's just it, I'm just predisposed to it. And plus, I have some uh, anatomical issues that cause my blood pressure to be a little elevated. So there's not a whole lot I can do other than just take care of myself and. You know, unfortunately, there's going to be a certain point where I have to take medication because there's just nothing I can do about it because the way my arteries are. And uh, it's just one of those things where I've done everything possible mm-hmm. to try and minimize that situation. But it's come to the point where I'm going to have to actually go on medication, which I hate medication. You, know, you guys have heard me say that multiple times, but I'd rather, um, I'd rather be on medication than not be here to take the medication. <laughs> No shit. <laughs> it's like every time it says, I'm, I'm draining my birthday. I'm like, motherfucker, you better be thankful you guys get to celebrate because you're not, you're dead. Like, come on. Like, yeah, I know it sucks getting old. It's better yeah. than not it's getting older. Not getting older, yeah, because yeah. if you're not getting older, you're dead. You're dead. You ain't, ain't worried yeah. about nothing. You ain't worried about no damn margin or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so I think that's one of the biggest things is fat's so bad for you, but it's actually a great energy source. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually, I was just talking to someone today about nutrition, how important that fat is because they weren't eating fat for breakfast. They were eating like eight grams. And in the morning, we try to aim for about 40% of your total fat intake in the morning. Uh, you get almost all your fat at lunch, by lunch, um, except for like females, it could be 10 to 15 grams and guys would be 15 to 20 grams. Total. So, so since we're on that subject of fat, why do you recommend your, the people that follow your nutrition planning consume most of their fat earlier in the day? Well, this is all about performance. So uh, our goal in 95% of the people I work with work out in the afternoon. Okay. So as we get closer to the afternoon, well, you don't want to have, you don't, you don't ingest fat pre-workout. You don't mm. want any fat pre or post-workout. So your fat needs to be in your system. And so I then, need to stop that Mazzola pre-workout the stuff I'm doing. What's that? <laughs> oh, okay. Putting some butter and some pre-workout. I need to uh, stop that out. Yeah. <laughs> I need to knock that off. <laughs> That'd be horrible. All the little bubbles in there. And- <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> but, uh, and then obviously if we, if we save too much of our fat for uh, dinner, uh, remember it's an energy source and can cause you to stay up at night. Okay. So we try to get 40% in for breakfast because in all honesty, when we kickstart that, that people's, tend to get tired, um, you know, because they either, the carbohydrates or uh, the energy they take in or energy source they take in in the morning just doesn't last long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you, t- if you eat a lot of fruit, just fruit um, and very 
little or no fat, you're, by the time you go to your lunch, you're going to be kind of a deficit in my opinion. So for clarity, just so I can explain to all our listeners, the person you're talking about is someone who works like a normal nine to five, five job. Works out 530. Works out in the evening. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, we're, we're trying to, literally we're eating to perform meeting. Everything I'm ingesting, everything I'm eating is, is targeting, to, is targeting at my maximum performance at 30 PM time slot. So my snack, my pre-workout snacks, everything is good. And then they're asking here in a, uh, next month, they go into a, where they're going to work out in the morning twice. How would that change the nutrition? Mm-hmm. Well, we backload our food. So uh, at evening, you're going to eat a larger meal, mm-hmm. okay? And you're going to eat a lot more of your food in the evening. And then in the morning, you, no one wants to get up. At, if you're doing a 5 a.m. or 5.30 a.m. class, you don't want to get up at 3.30 and eat and have a digest. Mm-hmm. A good tool that I've actually had my people do is eat one half cup of oatmeal. It's about three to four bites total for one half cup. And mm-hmm. it's, it's about 14 to 20 carbs, roughly, mm-hmm. depending on the type you get. So if you eat that at, let's say you want to work out at five, you get up at four. If you eat that at 4.15, by the time you get to, um, so 4.15, you work out at five. By the time you get into the wad, that's completely digested. Okay. So because you have a warm up, a strength. And, using it as a primer. Oh yeah, you got to get some get a quick carbohydrate that's mm-hmm. easily digestible, that's very sustainable. Sometimes fruit fruit has a very short lifespan um, because you know it's it's sugar, mm-hmm. um, but it just doesn't last as long. I, I think sh- like fruit is about, in my opinion, you can get about hour max hour and a half if you're ingesting high high volume of fruit as far as energy. If not, it's it's gone. Now you've mentioned several times just now about timing. Yeah. You're basing that timing off of an average because everybody's metabolism is different in terms yeah. of the speed in which right, which they I, digest why, food. Well, that and why everybody's numbers are different as mm-hmm. well. So again, take that into consideration when you're listening to these things that bro's talking about. Because if, if you come and say, well, bro, I ate the oatmeal 45 minutes before the workout and I, and I, and I crashed. Well, you might be a little bit different. You know, maybe you shouldn't crash. But I'm just saying, you know, now maybe not not digest it. Yeah. Then eat less. Mm-hmm. I mean, or you might have to go to a liquid carbohydrate like uh, like a fuse. So, um, but yeah, that's another thing is uh, let's let me talk about timing. Another big misconception is um, I can't eat past six o'clock, or I'm not going to eat past seven o'clock. Why? Why? Where did that come from? And why do? Because I, I, I've heard it for yeah. a lot a lot of my military career. That was something that I always said. You know, don't eat past eight o'clock. Well, if I'm working. <laughs> If I work three to eleven, I think it's a. I yeah. think it's because you're winding down and you're not moving. I think that's what is in people's brains. Just the, like on a rest day, you're supposed to take your carbs down, but like you're still, so you're, you're still expending. They people say you're supposed to, or you can. Yes, but I'm just saying, like that's just kind of like a, a, I guess a myth or yeah, their their opinion mm-hmm. on what. Well, it's a pitfall, right? So most most got a great idea. People will hear this stuff, and I, I think it was some official statement that, you know, eat past a certain time, don't eat past. That, that, that they told our parents in the 60s yeah, or 70s right. and, and just carried on. Uh, yeah, carried on. Fuck yeah. One dumbass said it, and then <laughs> You're right. everyone else fell for it. So those, we said, uh, like that urban myth, like somebody probably told my parents, and my parents told me, mm-hmm. and I believe that my most, most of my adult life until I actually started to explore nutrition for what my body was being subjected to. And you said eating past six o'clock, you know, that's not necessarily a true statement. No, because I do it all the time and I'm fine. I know mm-hmm. people do it all the time and they're fine. I eat at like two in the morning. 
I'm not fine. Well, if you think about it, dude, most of us are going are gonna to fast roughly eight to 12 hours mm-hmm. uh, between sleeping, getting up, and, mm-hmm. and having breakfast or whatever. So it's really not a big deal. I mean, it's um, just you. Do you eat before you go to bed? Like, uh, like something to kind of keep you overnight or drink a protein mm-hmm. shake or I anything? Some, some people have to. I've talked to Jen about this, and this yeah. is a problem with Jenna is uh, with her food is that she eats dinner early. Okay. And then she stays up late. Well, Working, yeah. So she has, now it's five hours later. Of course, she's freaking hungry, mm-hmm. right? She's going to be, her body's kind of programmed every three hours, have a, a, a yeah, larger sort of meal. food, yeah. And every, you know, hour and a half to two hours to have some sort of snack. Mm-hmm. So when you stay up for five additional hours after, after you, yeah. I have multiple people who deal with this. And yeah, you, you have to find some sort of, I think casein protein, that's kind of where it kind of comes in. Yeah. Or some sort of snack that you can go to that's, not going to keep you up, but it's, it's not going to make you rest, yeah. re- restless when you try to sleep. So. Yeah, because I, I, I hate waking up hungry. Oh, it's like literally the worst feeling. I like, can't fall back to sleep. Yeah, sometimes, yeah sometimes I'll kind of wake up like restless like around three or four in the morning because I'm hungry and I just want to go back to sleep instead mm-hmm. of going downstairs. So I'll either like do some casein, like you said, or some baby food just to, I, I before always, I go to bed. I'll eat like oatmeal. I have to have like a full, like a full feeling. I don't want to feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it, I think it, Mo- Melissa Dossie used to be that way too, cause, or she, I don't know, maybe still is. But when I talked to her, we were like the same thing. And she told me to do oatmeal because that like makes you feel full. But mm-hmm. yeah, oh. she'll listen to Melissa Dossie anytime. Wish I had that talent. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm busting your balls. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So this is, that's a great example of how Jenna, that works for her, right? Mm-hmm. She can still stay within her numbers and you just kind of have to account for that. Obviously, you're not going to bash 30 grams of carbs if, and it go 30 over every single day because that's another big thing is like, well, I only went over two days. Well, yeah, I know. Maybe it's two days, but then you did that two days and the week before you did it three days. Now we're over five out of 14 days. We're five days over, Mm -hmm. right? So then that kind of compounds like you're overeating the numbers. Over a a section of days, now you're adding like, like if oh, in the course of a week, you're adding like a thousand calories. Dude, if you're, if you're, if you're trying to do this right and you're trying to stay dialed in, it is very important to stay within this constraint because you want information. I need information. And if you are going up, down, up, down, up, down, I don't know. There's if no the, consistency. I don't know if your numbers that are, I'm giving you either they're not working because you say I'm hungry. Well, yeah, maybe you're eating too often. So your insulin is constantly spiking. Mm-hmm. So when I take that away from you and re- redo your timing, of course you're going to be hungry because you're used to eating at these time frames. If I change up my timing and eating, I'd be freaking starving because that's just the way it goes. But yeah, so it's a huge misconception. If you eat past six o'clock, you're fine. The only thing I'd say, just watch what you do is your water intake pass because it will definitely wake you up because you'll be pissing all night. Mm-hmm. So um, try, to, try to limit your water. But food-wise, if you got to eat at 10 o'clock, eat at 10 o'clock. It's not a big deal. As long as it don't keep you up. Like if you're eating like a bowl of Frosted Flakes with all that sugar. Well, or like <laughs> sometimes if, uh, if I'm running behind, uh, or my low on numbers, I'll go to Chipotle. It kind of messes with me uh, a little bit. It mm-hmm. just, I don't know if it's the spice and the chicken or the pinto beans or whatever. kind of gets I at me. I don't ever feel like that digests very well with me. Yeah. Even be, like I can normally eat anything before I work out, but if I eat Chipotle, like I'm going to vomit. Yeah, and that's how I kind of feel at night. So sometimes that messes with my stomach. And I usually have to hit some Tums, but yeah, eat, eat whatever you want and as long as it's in your numbers. So... Individual belief systems, I think, play a lot in people's um, 
adherence to nutritional plan. Like I said, for me, you know, being a fat kid eating, you know, with the carbs on the bottom and then fast forward to the nineties, cut all the carbs out. You know, like I always bitch about me being Asian and not being able to eat rice. That's just not right. (laughs) You know, and, but then now coming into this new era that post uh, zone, post uh, paleo era where carbs are okay. You know, for someone who's already struggled with their weight and nutrition, it's hard for, it, 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 it's always been hard for me to eat the amount of, of what I needed to eat because I was always scared to get fat. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to, to one, accept the fact I needed to consume X number of calories because the belief I had was, well, if I want to lose weight, I need to take in less calories, but not under, but because that's what I was taught. That's how my brain was trained mm-hmm. for my adult life. You do, but yeah. not to that extent. But, like, but, but, but for me, like what, what I didn't know, yeah. all I knew was like, it's a numbers game. So if I, okay, if I work out hard and take in less calories, I'll lose weight. Right. But that's but then, the problem. No one does know. No one has that knowledge. Yeah. Like no, we're never even taught that. Like, but, e- like even his dad, like th- hasn't known anything about nutrition. No, I mean, yeah. people, it's, it's just, the biggest like calories in, calories out, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Well, fuck, we don't even measure calories. I was telling the girl today that the only time I look at your calories is, let's say, uh, say your carbs, say just for top, top, say Jenna's carbs are 200, her fat is 75, and her protein's uh, what are, 185. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going body weight. <laughs> 145? Yeah, 145. <laughs> <laughs> that was right over her head. But um, <laughs> one gram per pound. But um, anyways, uh, let's say I want to, okay, I want to back your carbs down um, to, let's try 175. And um, when I back that down, and let's say we're, we've been performing at a high level, recovery is at an all-time high, but we're trying to get a little bit less of the body fat. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to back that down. I'm going to look at her calories at the, where she is performing good at, right? It's the only time I do this. So say it's 2,000, 2,200 calories. Off mm-hmm. my head, I don't know. Uh, say that's what it is. And I'm backing down 15 carbs. Now what I'm going to do is once that drops down, I'm going to probably bump her up five fat to counter that. So or I go five fat or five protein. Um, I'll always go with fat first because it's an energy source. I'm going to replace an energy source with an energy source. Mm-hmm. So I'll bump up five fat, get her calories to where she was performing at a level. And let's see if these less carb, less of carbohydrates helps get a little bit of her uh, body fat off. But for me, who's someone who's a GPP or who isn't performing at that level and who's always been taught and believed that, you know, the number of calories is, is direct correlation to like how much weight you're going to lose or gain. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm sure a lot of us uh, out there, that's kind of what we knew and what we believe. Um, when I was trying to lose weight by taking in less calories and working out more, I was, I was killing myself. You know, I was exhausted all the time. Um, I was, uh, it was taking me a longer time to recover from injury because I wasn't feeding myself. So when you come across someone like that who has had a hard time unlearning, for lack of a better phrase, how do you convince them that they have to eat these calories other than showing them like the proof? Well, most likely they're going to, calorically, they're going to be under what the daily value is. Mm-hmm. What's the daily value? 3,000, right? Yeah, give or take. I'm, I'm well under 3,000. Yeah. So um, Jenna's well under 3,000. So uh, if we go off the FDA daily intake of 3,000 cal- uh, calories, well, holy hell, I'm, 
I'm been, I'm starving myself. Starving myself, yeah. Right. So, but you tell someone else like, hey, your calories are. I'll give you a good example. So Joey do his nutrition. He put in his weight, his height, mm-hmm. his goals, and how much he works out a week as a general thing in uh, my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. Puts it in there, and his calories was like damn near four thousand. Mm-hmm. Four thousand to hit his target weight. Holy shit! That's a lot. Yeah. That. He should never be eating 4,000. Yeah. I said, Joey, I'm sorry, man, but you're going to- Something's wrong. Yeah. You're going to fucking hate me because I think he, his first, and he was always hungry, mm-hmm. right? So he's hitting these numbers, 4,000 calories. He has no right to do this, but that's what my fitness pal did. I had him his first week or his first, uh, first time we met. He was at 1,800 calories or something like that. Literally, I took mm-hmm. that many away. Guess what? He- could not eat another ounce of food. Mm-hmm. And that's the next point I was going to ask you. Like for me, that mental challenge of eating too much. You know, oh my God, I'm eating all this food. I can't eat all this food. And I started to get sad because like I didn't want, you know, I look at my numbers and I'm like, fuck, I still got this many more calories to go and like struggling to make myself eat. Like that was a huge challenge. And like you said, but in, in Joey sounds like he was starting to face that too, where you gave him this X number of calories. And like he said, he couldn't eat not anymore. calories. I didn't give him I mean, calories. I mean, so, yeah. but, he, but he said he, he couldn't just as in, in terms of volume of food. Right, like but you get it, to a certain point, you just don't want to eat anymore. It's a mindset. So yeah. I take, he went from 4,000 down to 1,800. They're like, oh my God, I'm going to starve to death. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they can't even, they're having a hard time getting all their food in because it's the amount of food. If I, if I was going for a caloric thing, I could hit my calories in one and, meal, and not no eat problem. The right amount of food. And not even be close yeah. to my protein or my carbs. I could eat that in fat, no problem. Easy, easy, breezy. So that's the thing, like you, another misconception and this kind of a pitfall is that uh, the daily value that um, I need to hit this. And, and when, I, when I show people exactly what they're, or isn't that low? I don't know. How do you fucking feel? Like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. are you tired? How, you know, how's your energy? How's your performance? How's your, uh, um, your recovery? And, you know, um, what's the bottom one? Hunger. I go off those four things. If those, all, all those parameters, I look for uh, four, four and above is where eventually when I get to, and when we started, it was a fucking two, mm-hmm. and I change it, and we're eating less calories, but eating the right foods. How do you feel? I don't care what the FDA says. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Your performance is high. You're losing inches. You're, uh, you're, getting, uh, you're lasting longer in workouts. Mm-hmm. You're not hitting that 12 to 12 o'clock or between 12 crash, and two yeah. crash that so many Americans freaking hit and don't understand that they're, they're drinking too little water. They're drinking too much coffee, caffeine. They're eating the wrong carbohydrate source. They're not eating enough of the proper carbs They're eating too many simple carbs. And when they get into that midday, of course they're trash. They're they're They can barely keep their eyes open. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing is like, you can eat all the car, all these carbohydrates, but you can eat the right things. Yeah. So the, the, the next point is when, you're talking about food and I think where a lot of people don't understand is eating the right foods in those particular categories. You know, the people are more fixated on volume or, you know, as an, as a country, we're fixated on calories versus the macros like you like the target. But that's the thing, a calorie or micro, macros equal calories. But, but, but when people, like you, like you said, you can eat, you can eat your entire day's worth of quote calories in one meal. If you yeah. go to freaking McDonald's. Oh yeah, you know, no no problem. Easily. So it, when you start talking about eating these right calories, mm-hmm. what exactly do you mean by that? Well, it's pretty simple. Whole foods. It's it's nothing processed. 
And when I say process, and oh, I'm going to take it to the most extreme. When I start with people and they, here's the goals. Uh, I want body fat loss. I want to feel better. I want to, when I look in the mirror, I want to feel like I, or I want to, um, trying to, I'm brain fart. When I look in the mirror, I want to like, like what I look, see, you know, okay. but, you know, just this confidence of like, I'm tired of how I fucking look is basically <laughs> what it comes down to need help. All right. And of course, performance, <laughs> fix this. Yeah, and performance is a big thing. Mm. Um, and I tell you a cool thing about CrossFitters, they really don't care about the weight on the scale. No. They can weigh, especially two, the ladies, they can yeah. weigh 200 pounds, but if they have a build like Jenna, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care if they weigh 300 pounds and that's, and, and it looks and like they, And they look good. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing is so. And, and your, your clothes fit better. Yeah. You're, yeah. You have this athletic build, you're, you're defined, you have toned muscles. Like that's what people want. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's, that's great. And, uh, so. I forgot you when were you were talking about the food piece, I went to a running course a few years ago. The one thing that he described in terms of keeping it simple when it, talking about real foods and whole foods, he said, when you go to the grocery store, shop at the perimeter of the grocery mm-hmm. store. Everything that's in the cold section, um, nothing that has, it comes in a container, has a label on it. I mean, obviously that's kind of hard, but he said just as a very basic premise, just stick to the perimeter. Your produce, your bread, your meat, your halo top, I mean, I mean, with, I mean, but he was just giving a really broad generalization. Right. But do you know the biggest issue with that? It's expensive. No, I, I, whole foods can be expensive, but you can shop. I literally probably, my, my lunch could be six or seven bucks total. Maybe not even that. If you look, it's potatoes and freaking meat, right? Mm. But the biggest issue I have with that, right? People are like bread. Yeah. Well, look what's inside bread next time. So people are, bread's fine. But you cannot have enrich, bleach, enrich, bleach. No, nothing flour. white. Yeah. You can't have this if if it is not ingredients that like grains, flour. If the if the ingredients water. have more syllables. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. What's it take to make bread? You tell me. Had en- enriched, bleached flour. The pilgrims back, didn't have that. That's stuff. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> they had they had the basic stuff. They had they have wheat, water. Which, wheat, yeah, which wheat. they made the flour, and then they had water, and then they made freaking bread. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It's pretty simple. So that's the problem I have is, is these things are now on the outside of the perimeter. The bread is another big miss thing is uh, lunch meat's good for you. Hell no. No, that's all salt. But, yeah. But yeah. And salt, nitrates, all this crap that's in it that is so bad. It's all these preservatives are in it, right? Mm-hmm. The outside is dye. The only time, only kind of lunch meat is good is like we have a, a shop down here. Um, what's that place with the chickens? Karen's? No. Oh, uh, um... And tip. God, you keep asking me stuff. I know. I'm, I am, what's wrong with me? Anyways, they do all these uh, local raised chickens mm-hmm. and they'll actually ground, grind this chicken breast up and make lunch meat out of it. So it's legitimate, 100% real, real chicken, chicken and turkey with no, breast. With none of these chemicals and- Not this chopped up fillers. processed yeah. bull crap. So- that's another huge thing is when people, when you, if we're, if we're trying to knock this out of the water uh, or out of the park, you can't do these additives. Cause you know, Jenna, a long time ago, she tested this. Um, she used to drink stuff called science uh, back in the mm-hmm. day. And well, when she stopped drinking science, her, she had a, a, it actually helped her lose weight. Cause yes, there's, there's stuff in it and it doesn't look like it's bad for you, but we don't know what it does to our body. So mm-hmm. we got to eliminate these, these additives and chemicals that are that Chem- yeah it's chemicals yeah. that may relate or may cause issues inside your body mm-hmm. and the only way you can find that out is remove it from your system mm-hmm. okay because i had another girl i do nutrition for uh she 
she was having issues going to the bathroom like too much. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, what have you changed? Just go to the food and uh, make sure you're not sick. And then what have you added into your diet? Because we've not had this issue before. And, sh- and they're like, well, I Something added, changed. I yeah. added, I started drinking bangs for some energy. Oh, goodness. So uh, I was like, okay, we'll try to remove those yeah. and see what happens in two days. Two days later, she's perfectly she's fine. She's fine, yeah. Yep, no you problem. You drink those, I don't even know how you're breathing. Like literally I drank half of one. I thought my heart was going to explode. Yeah, I drank one at the, well, I don't even think I finished it at the Arnold. Yeah, I thought I was going to, it was, it was like drinking fire. But if you look at it, you can, you can drink it. Let's say you can drink it and it doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. It's not, you don't think anything's wrong with it, right? But this other person drinks it and they're having an issue. Well, maybe there is something that your body doesn't like about it and it's doing something inside. It's make you retain X water or it's putting body fat on. You really don't know. Mm-hmm. Got to remove that stuff. You got to get rid of all added, additives, all preservatives, watch your sodium intake, and then watch what happens. It's pretty amazing. What'd you have? Oh, uh, just a Bowman and Landis. Oh, Bowman and Landis. Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't. Oh, yeah, they're legit. Thank yeah. you. It was annoying. Yeah, it is annoying. They sold the, um, someone sent me a, a turkey in a, or chicken in a can while I was yeah. deployed. Yeah. That was glorious. I threw it on the grill. It's amazing. Um, I'd imagine consistency is probably important to all this. Right. I mean, so, <laughs> I mean, so a pitfall, is, so we are talking about pitfalls, if we're looking um, consistency, it's pretty much a, a no-brainer, right? You want to be consistent. Mm-hmm. But a uh, big pitfall to me where it can go with consistency is like the random, being random, random on your eating times or uh-huh. uh, not eating breakfast or um, and it's okay if you want to fast, if you want to go in the fasting route, but you still have to ingest all your numbers for the rest of the day okay. after you freaking fast, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, you want to be consistent. Um, consistency, uh, it gets your, you know, I always talk about, we want our insulin to spike, okay? Then as it's coming down, we don't want it to hit bottom. Mm-hmm. A lot of people eat it and it spikes mm-hmm. and it hits rock bottom again. Before they try, Zero. before they start eating. We again, want a yeah. nice graft where mm-hmm. it's a continued. Consistent. All, yeah, yeah, we want to be consistent across that. But um, yeah, you want to be consistent. I mean, pitfall with that is just being inconsistent. It does kill, but that's pretty common knowledge. Um, what I do want to talk about, I keep thinking of this, uh, that, I, that I've ran into a lot lately is a big uh, pitfall that I've been seeing with people that follow macros is looking at what other people's macros are that post it on social media and think that they have to eat the same amount of them because they're a competitive athlete. Well, they're different. Well, right. But yeah. this is, and Jenna can kind of talk, talk on this. I found in this that people process carbohydrates and their food so differently. And it's, it's not, uh, it's not your, your highly competitive athlete that crushes these carbs. Now, there are some that require a, a tremendous amount of carbohydrates. They do. Mm-hmm. But the next athlete doesn't. But when they post it and they say, well, why am I only eating 250? Or if why? this guy's eating X. Yeah. Right. And we, we work, I do the same, I do comp train. Let's say they both do comp train and they, they both are hitting the exact same workouts. Mm. Why There's am I? There's some consistent variable. So now yeah. I got to eat my, I got to, they talk to a nutrition coach like, well, why am I only getting this? Well, this is what's, you're doing great. Well, I don't yeah. know what the problem is. Well, so-and-so's well, eating. Well, Mikey's eating yeah, this yeah, much. He's eating and, 500. Yeah. Well, I'm like, well, fuck Mike. And he's winning sanctionals. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's, he's winning because of that or maybe because he's further along and the, his, his skill sets are a lot greater Different, than yours, yeah. right? So I think that's a huge one for me is that I've been trying to deal with is 
just because you're a competitive athlete or you see someone post their numbers, it, it's don't think that you have to do those because I got a guy, he's 25 pounds less than me, okay? I eat uh, 200, I just bumped it 10, I just bumped it 10 carbs for me. I'm at 255 carbs, I'm at uh, 90 fat, and I'm at 180 protein. This guy who weighs 25 pounds less, he's eating 390 carbohydrates, he's eating 110 grams of fat, and he's eating 165 grams of protein. Far less than what my body type is, mm-hmm. but he, he chews through this food. Like literally, he, can't, he was eating 350 carbs and still losing weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, eating 100 grams of fat, still losing. Finally so you still have to tweak. Had, to keep, had yeah. to keep going up, up, up. And it's like, holy crap, this is un, it was unprecedented, uncharted territory for someone that his size. Is outside of your data set, yeah. Yeah, his size and, and just chewing through food like it's his job. Yeah, so now you got to figure some shit out. For so yeah. I figured it out finally, but it took forever. But then you get someone, Jenna, she works out a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a fraction of the numbers, not because of male, female, but whatever. Just so, how her body works. Right. But, you know, it's, that's the thing. I, I have people that are at 170 grams of carbs as a female mm-hmm. and the female that works out less than them, they're at 220. Mm-hmm. But they're, bo- they're both but performing they're, at a high level. Yeah. And I think that's what I often, often tell people. I want to feed people um, the least amount of food to get the highest performance out of them. So yeah, I, I've never, uh, maybe I'll pay more attention, but I've never noticed people posting their numbers like that. It just seems weird. It'd be like a snapshot. It could be in their story. It could be whatever it is. Oh, it's, okay. It's just stuff on social media or, um, you know, it's just, it's just kind of, it's, it's sort of like posting a, um, someone that sees a picture of a games athlete and then. They, showing a workout. Showing a workout or saying, it's, it's a picture of a games athlete. And then they are instantly comparing their, their bodies to them and where they may look pretty damn similar, mm-hmm. but to them, they don't look anything like that game's athlete. It's yeah, just, it's, it's just, all the mental filter. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like for both, it's a process to get there. Just like with the, your macros or whatever you're doing. Like, okay, so let's say that you're start, you did a cut technically because you're trying to lose weight. Then you're trying to do a maintenance. But I think that when you see that number, like, that it took something to get there. They didn't just get to 400 grams of carbs and that's what they could sustain. It's like they had to go through a process of adding, whether it was five grams of carbs or 10 grams of carbs every couple of weeks to be able to keep adding on. You can't just jump up 50 grams of carbs and then expect to not gain weight. Like you have to test and it's trial and error. Like you said, everybody's body's different. But somebody, a girl that eats 400 grams of carbs and works out maybe the same that somebody else does and that isn't eating that. But I think your, your body adjusts to things too. Well, I don't, I don't, well, and I, I agree with what she's saying. It, one small point I don't is that it kind of sounds like, you know, if you, if you start out at 250 carbs, eventually you're going to get to 400. No, not everybody's body's different. Well, that's, that's how I kind of took it is. You know, she didn't start at 400, but she started under, and then you build your way up to it. That's, you're going to build your way up to 400 carbs if that's what your body requires. Your body may only require 275. That's where you need to be. And I think uh, a big thing is don't compare it to that. Just if you have a nutrition coach, talk to them. If you don't, just start charting how you feel. I gave you the the four things to chart Mm -hmm. is your hunger, your performance, your energy, and um, your recovery. Chart those things. I go one to five. Chart those yourself, and 
start making note every, every couple of weeks. If you feel bad, start messing with your numbers and go up a little bit. And one last thing I want to cover going back to the consistency pieces. I know sometimes we've had questions about this before in the past, and I already know your feelings on it, but I just want to readdress it. But cheat days or cheat meals. Whatever. I don't, I don't even. It's you just, don't endorse it's just, them. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I really don't give a shit. Like if you. Can you explain why? Well, give Jenna, for example, if Jenna want to order a extra large pizza right now and eat it, I wouldn't even think twice about it. And why is that Jenna? Because um, I stay consistent and eat pretty well throughout the week. What are you going to? What do you want? What are you going to do tomorrow? Work out. And but how and are you going to eat? Right. Not eat an extra large pizza every day. Right. So I think that's that's where it comes with. That's something, in my opinion, is something you earn and something. I have several people where I'm hungry. Well, eat whatever the hell you want. Like go ahead, because I know tomorrow they're going to be right back on it. Or hey, I'm going on vacation. You know what should I do with my food? And I'm like, look. Track what you can, just so you're not grossly under eating. But other than that, and eat whatever the hell you want. And eat the damn cake. Eat the cake and eat, their, eat your, uh, whoever you're with cake too, because <laughs> it doesn't matter. And I tell you, every person I've had go on vacation, they come back under. Yeah. They literally do. They come back under because they typically, you grossly under eat on vacation. Because you eat less, when, you yeah, eat when, less when, times. When, yeah, when I was gone, like I was hypervigilant to the point where I wasn't paying attention during the day what I was eating, but I was very cognizant of what I was eating. And then at the end of the day, I would document everything. I was like, fuck, I need to go eat some more food. Yeah, dude. You know, and it, it's funny that you say that because that's exactly what I just went through a few weeks ago. So I, I think maybe that shows like some growth in my mindset now in terms of my feeling towards food. Um, as I, I was actually a little proud of myself, if I can say that, that I actually was diligent enough to where I didn't totally, you know, shit the bed <laughs> right. while, I was at, while I was on vacation. But you're also a great example of the polar opposite of Jenna where you could actually, if you, if you go down that alley again, you could slip and mm-hmm. go down the big rabbit hole where Jenna, without a doubt, that if she had a three-day binge of eating bad, Monday she's 100% meal prep, timing, mm-hmm. everything's back to normal. Where people who are kind of like where I was talking about with Levana, where you're kind of like in that gray area where if- She's still in that danger zone. Right, yeah. if, you, if you do that, now you're gonna start having those freaking cravings again. Mm-hmm. Well, I work out. I worked out three times this week and not two. Mm-hmm. I can have this. Well, no, that's not how this works. Mm-hmm. Jenna gets it because 95- of the time. 90% yeah. of the time, she's, she's on point. Yeah. On point and she's also working out all the time. If you wanna eat more food and you wanna have these bigger cheat days, work your ass out a lot more like- it, we all, we joke about it, but we work out to eat, like in essence. But it's perfectly. <laughs> it's I like mean, we go to work to CrossFit. You, you work out to eat. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> that's funny. So I don't know. I think it's just a couple of pitfalls. I thought we would discuss, and yeah, I, I think it's a we fill in some holes from some of the other uh, episodes where we talk about food, nutrition, stuff like that. But yeah, I think pitfalls are uh, a good topic to cover because. It's safe to, I, I would argue that a lot of us that are listening right now uh, grew up with a gross misconception of food and appropriate food volumes and not even simple things like Jenna said about not eating after six o'clock. And you're going to hurt yourself <laughs> you know, if, if you're adopting this kind of fitness methodology and you stick to those old school food pyramid behaviors. It's just not going to, they're not conducive to each other. It's not. And you know what happens is 
uh, they they get in class and then they're wondering why this person why they're dying why this person it can keep going and this other person or and you can't and you both start at the same time check their food yeah. right now they could grossly be overeating which is also a huge thing right of course you're gonna have more energy if you eat 200 plus carbs a week that you're supposed to right but you're also gonna be storing the hell out of that but mm-hmm. you have any other pitfalls Jenna no not you can really. think I of just put like. Like taking a healthy break. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So I think this is pretty critical. So Jenna's going through a little funk right now where she's, she's not logging like, and she's being a little bee about it. But she says, um, well, you give the story. You go ahead. Since it's you. I mean, I don't really have a story. I just don't really care about it right now. <laughs> I like have tracked for so long that like I, it's not really, I'm not really intuitively eating. I just. I don't like even want to do it. So I'm not going to like force myself to do it because I don't want to, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I'm just not feeling it right now. So You're when tired. I, when, yeah, I'm tired of doing it. So when I, I don't want to be overweight and I don't want to gain weight and I'm probably am a little bit, but um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you have to have that motivation to start anyways. I don't have the motivation right now, so I'm not. <laughs> And I'll take whatever happens from that, that it's on me. If my workouts start to suck, then it's my fault because I'm not eating right or I'm not eating enough or whatever. But when when I want to get back on track, I guess, and find motivation, then I'll find motivation. But I think any, I think people should take like healthy breaks from it anyway sometimes if you're feeling that way. Like if you feel like you can, you're in a groove and you can, um, keep tracking, then I would keep tracking. But mm. if you feel like you just need a break from it, I think it's good to like just let loose and eat 50 cupcakes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah. Wow. I don't know. I guess that's my my thing for healthy. I think people think taking a break means you have to eat a bunch of shit food mm-hmm. and like like a cheat, I guess, when you're taking a break. But when you're taking a break, you can, you can still eat healthy. You just aren't tracking because it does... It takes a lot of energy sometimes. To <laughs> Whatever. It does. It says a person who would do a fucking 45-minute uh, AMRAP. So this is what I'm talking about, CrossFitters. Like, they can choose to be highly, like, they'll do any damn workout, but then to walk another 10 feet to put the trash in the trash can is just, like, the end of the world. To put the clips in the bucket. Or to swipe right to get your food to load in that you've been eating. And I think Jenna's, she, she's somewhat right on this, and this is just, we have two different opinions. And then what I'm, what I'm saying is somewhat right is that if you, if it's, it's becoming something that's causing you to. If it becomes like a job. If it's like a job and if it's something you're dreading to do, yeah, you definitely need to separate from it. And because you need to get back to it. But if we keep grinding and we keep running ourselves in that hole, we're going to end up completely separating mm-hmm. from it and going down the wrong side. Yeah. With that said. I mean, you, it's a form of burnout, I guess yeah, you could sure. say. But, and, uh, and this is the counter. So are you happy with how you look? No. Okay. So she's not happy with how she looks. And how's your performance? Meh. Okay. It's all right. Are you happy with how you're performing on every aspect? Yeah. Okay. So her performance is, is good, but she's not happy with how she looks, but she doesn't want to track. So this is the, the ramifications where, yes, you can do that, but you, ha- you can't be so damn hard on yourself. Okay. If, you, if you're not going to track, understand that, hey- uh-huh. You are, there are consequences. You could be fluffy and you could carry extra weight. And the fluffiness is going to come from if, and I think it's all good. If you want to bash and you want to get off, 
you know, you, you're constantly at it and you ain't, you're eating candy or some of the stuff you just typically don't eat a lot of, mm-hmm. you're going to have this fluffy because you're going to have the sodium and you're just going to- Your be, body's going to react. Your body's going to react. Don't be so hard on yourself when you're like when that. It, when it does. Yeah. Yes. It, it, except, it, except the consequences of your actions. What she said, yeah. she, she, she does, okay? But she's still unhappy, but she can't get too hard on herself that like, hey, I'm just going through this right now. And this is kind of what I want to do. And when she wants to get back on track, I'll be there ready for her. But there's nothing wrong with that. But she can't be hard on herself or mad because there will be a point in time where it's going to click where she's going to be like, she's looking at me like, fuck, those 50 cupcakes really added up. Yeah. Because it happens all over. Well, guess us. what? Yeah. They you ate 50 cupcakes. <laughs> Five times. <laughs> and there's nothing. You AMRAP the cupcakes. <laughs> Did I say 45 minute AMRAP or 45 minute cupcake? But cupcake no. wrap. So yeah. I think that's the, I think that's just kind of, she can't be hard on herself. You guys can't be hard on yourself. If you want to take that break, perfectly fine. But, but. I, I do know for a fact that if you don't track and, because my food, I eat literally same foods pretty much every single day. But if I don't put in my phone, there's days I don't take my carbs in, like my glycofuse. So I'm down 25 carbs. There's a day I don't have my O2. There's another 20 carbs. There's 45 carbs I didn't eat. Say I didn't get my, uh, my I didn't have my um, salami and, um, and, cheese. and cheese for my fats. Mm-hmm. And now I'm down 15, or 30 fat and 30 protein. So I don't put those in and I eat those, but I typically do. Well, now I'm grossly under. When I go to dinner, I'm like, Holy shit, I have fucking you 200, gra- like, I have 200 grams yeah. of protein and 8,000 grams of fat. And like, well, guess I'm pounding this porterhouse. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So uh, there goes a $75 <laughs> bill. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the thing. You know, if you don't track, you're definitely going to be off. But yeah, don't be afraid to take that break. Only, in my opinion, if. Understand you, what's, what's coming. That and, yeah. you, and you're, you're doing it because you don't want to burn out okay. from it. That, you that, return I think to that's it. fair. I think that's a. I think that's a good assessment there. So thank you for sharing that with us, Jenna Fisher. Yeah, no problem. Anything else? That's all I have, man. Yeah, good topic. Duh. I think for once, at the end of this one, we're going to walk away saying, I don't think this one sucked. Well, but then they might say yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that, though. No. Still don't know why they're listening, but, yep. but they do. Um, with that being said, oh yeah, I did want to go, go ahead. I think if you guys have any pitfalls that we didn't oh, bring yeah, up. Oh yeah, please, please. There's, there's, there's probably 10,000 out there that we didn't think of. Because even if we had 10,000, we can only talk about a handful of them. Yeah. Because it's only an hour. Mm-hmm. But yeah, please share those. I think that I'd like to hear some other people's pitfalls and maybe we can bring that back up eventually. Yeah, for sure. That would be awesome actually if we, yeah, we could talk about some of the things that we didn't cover. And yeah. Maybe if we can set up a time to actually set up a video chat and we can just discuss it. Yeah. Well, you got that'd be pretty sweet. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, No, I did want to give a shout out to the funky physicist, uh, AKA Steph Varga. Uh, He has taken over the production duties since I'm getting my ass handed to me in the civilian world. So, if you noticed uh, that the- That's how, no, screw this. Wait, That's you, how big we are. <laughs> we got a producer now, Mo. <laughs> if, if you've noticed that the outtakes have come back and the sound quality has changed, uh, that's thanks to Steph Varga. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he actually produces music and stuff like that. So uh, he's done a bang up job. He's got way more extensive knowledge with uh, audio production. So I personally truly thank you for- No, I for, appreciate- For stepping it. up and, and taking that off my plate because- Bruh, you have no idea. No, I appreciate because I just messaged Mo the other day before I knew all this shit that <laughs> I was like, Mo, I'm digging the uh, outtakes again. I'm digging the shit you're 
You're putting the beginning. Yeah, and I ain't doing it. I, and I, I Mo can't take is not even it. doing it. I just found <laughs> Mo's not even doing it. And uh, But no, it's, we're getting so big now. We went from just me and Mo. And we had Jenna. She was taking pictures randomly, occasionally hanging out, basically, is all she was doing. And then we added Jenna because we were able to expand because... We actually felt bad for her. She was like the, that kid that is just hanging around the playground, just never got picked. Wow. So we brought her off to the show. And um, so she's now part of the oh, show. I have words right now. Yeah, good. Well, and, at, at uh, least she's not the one showing up with all the equipment. <laughs> right. Hey, can we use your equipment, Jenna? Thanks. Yeah. Go sit in the corner. <laughs> no, I get that at birthday parties. <laughs> so did you bring your camera? Or? Like, no, I'm here to eat cake. Yeah. Yeah, 50 of them. And so- oh, I get that too. Hey, Mo, did you bring your laptop? <laughs> no, I didn't bring my laptop. I want you to DJ. I'm here to get turned. Party. <laughs> so then we go from Jenna, um, you know, to our, she was our first paid person on this program. Oh, first. Right? Only. Only. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Steph. <laughs> and um, now, since we are the number one podcast for CrossFit out there, because it's been confirmed by multiple sources- <laughs> That Fisher or Fisher and Friends. Oh my God. Uh, Froning and Friends. That's what you get. Froning and Friends is horrible. All right. I, I actually watched another podcast. They had a um, YouTube component to it and they were all sitting down and I was like, bunch uh, of gemmas. Well, I just got a video of you sitting down. Oh, and, and also. But got, that was before the show. Yeah, I can sit so, down before the show. As soon as I stand up before the show. But you don't. But also, buy those damn shirts. Uh, yeah, yeah, until you buy those shirts, we can't get the you're new not getting one, new man. shirts, guys. Wally said you could buy that shit, man. That's just the way it is. Don't do they it for us. They make great stuffing stuffers. Do it for Jenna. <laughs> she needs Otherwise, she, she won't get paid. But no, thanks, Steph. Appreciate it, man. Uh, it's, it's awesome to have another person on the team of the number one CrossFit podcast in the world. <laughs> and, you know, it's just going to be even better because now we get to hear all the cool stuff that we say to Jenna or that you guys don't get to hear, typically. <laughs> all the bullying. Oh, you poor thing. Photographer's lives matter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Owen. I'm out. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Okay, wait. Lavana is. Oh, Lavana's a dumbass? No, Lavana. <laughs> okay, I mean, hold on. She's excited because she asked if she was going to be live. No, I don't Hello? have. Okay, before we go any further, Lavana, where you're on, you're being recorded. She so knows. just remember. Recorded. Okay. All right. So we had a question because uh, Brody and I both forgot <laughs> what you said about Sunday. When you spit water. <laughs> She can't even contain herself. Oh, God. So, we were talking about my nutrition, and we were going over how I went over a couple of days. And uh, five. Five. Five days. I knew he'd throw that in there. So, five days that I went over on my cards. So, he said, well, it's okay for Saturday because you're supposed to refeed. So he goes, hmm, but what did you do Sunday? And I said, well, I said, I sat around Sunday and was waiting for my soul to come back <laughs> because the day of the comp, it packed a bag, cussed me out, and left out the shipping door. So, so Sunday, I was waiting for it to return home. So then I take a big swig of water, 
and then he fires back like Brody's great at doing but I wasn't ready this time and he said well you obviously ate too because you went over on Sunday <laughs> and then I spit my water out and it went across the table it went on both of our phones on all the papers in my food and in his lunch <laughs> oh Lavana. so that's what happened yeah, we're sitting here trying to remember it. I couldn't remember what the hell you said. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I forgot she was talking about her soul leaving. But yeah, LaVon had a snack while her soul was coming back to her life. <laughs> or, and you got to wait two. in the waiting room, right? <laughs> in purgatory? Yeah, I mean, I had to wait around and, and it finally returned later on that night. Nice. Very good. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. bye. That's a first.